Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center today, right here in Arizona, where we help build businesses and connect you with the right people. And I love it when... We have an opportunity to reach out to a guest who's been with us previously and say, hey, we reached, we heard from another business owner or an organization. It sounds like you two would be a great fit. And when we do that, that person comes back and says, oh my gosh, yes, totally know them. And you need to shine the spotlight in their direction. Or sometimes they come back and say, no, I have no idea who this person is, but I want to meet them. So either way that pans out, we love sharing the opportunity to celebrate each other. And we're going to do just that today with Spin Social and Clipped Art. So with that, I'd like to welcome Christy and David. I almost said Kyle, but you're not Kyle, are you? <laughs> not close. Standing not close. in I got for a Kyle. Lot to go yeah. He's up there. <laughs> well, I love that. So David and Christy, we're we're excited to have the conversation today. And I believe, Christy, it was your idea that we do it on MLK Day today because of the significant work that each of your organizations are doing. So thank you for planting that seed. Mm-hmm. And with that, I would love for each of you to take a few moments to introduce yourself, the role that you play with your organization, and then give us a little bit of information about your organization or a lot. We have up to an hour to Today, and then we'll just start digging and exploring and having a well-rounded conversation on behalf of our community and how you guys serve. So since you're already a pro in our studio, would you get started for us first, please? Thank you so much for having us today. It's an honor to be back. Uh, Social Spin, I am the founder and owner of Social Spin, which is a purpose-driven laundromat and laundry service that intentionally connects our customers to care through our laundromats while they're doing a weekly chore. Uh, We have started with a simple idea of ensuring that everyone has dignity through laundry and clean clothes. Um, And we have expanded that vision to include over 100 community partners who help us support our community and our customers. And one of our favorite community partners is ClipDart. So it's an honor to be here with you. What makes them a favorite? Yeah, why? Yeah. (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) Same purpose. It's haircuts but so much more. It's clean clothes, but so much more. When we help ensure our community has access to clean clothes, it's happiness. It brings joy. The same with the haircuts. We have a barber shop for our Clip Dart partners where they actually oh, yeah. provide the free haircuts on a routine basis. And seeing the customers come in to that space and exiting that space is the moment of transformation that is really inspiring. We see that their mental health has improved because they got a haircut and now they're going to have clean clothes. So we fell in love with clip dart because one, um, we're aligned in believing that simple moments of kindness have significant impact. And two, we believe that they're really focused on culturally appropriate services and is led by a team that represents the diversity of the community that they serve. And that is, um, Extremely important to us as well. Mm. Thank you for that great introduction. Yeah. And David, before you kick it off, I just really want to encourage our viewers and our listeners to pause and think about what you just said. We don't have to be concerned about, well, most of us don't, right? If we're listening on a Business Radio X format or Mm -hmm. here on LinkedIn, most of us don't have to be concerned about a decent pair of clothing, a clean outfit, and a fresh haircut. Mm -hmm. And yet the folks that you serve, those are real issues, real concerns. Mm -hmm. And so as you listen to the stories today that unfold and really the mission and the dedication from both these organizations and these individuals, I really want you to take that awareness into our conversation today. So with that, David, please tell us about yourself and ClipDart. Why, thank you. Thank you. So my name is David Rodriguez, and I'm the Chief Strategy Officer of ClipDart. Um, where our mission is to improve mental wellness via selfless mobile barbers and hairstylists, right? So we originally started uh, in 2016 as an on-demand mobile barber app, but then we were set to launch March 15th, uh, 2020, and then as we all know, COVID happened. 
Um, and so that put a damper in our launch. Uh, but then we decided to go business to business. And from 2020 to 2002, uh, 2022, we uh, were giving free monthly hair- haircuts to our neighbors in need. So we were basically showing the state how essential uh, mobile barbers are to our community. And so here we are today, still pursuing it. It's 2024, and I just been moving up the ranks of of you know the mission. And I'm just happy to be here and happy for Christy to really give us that pat in the back and that hand that that we do need from everybody because all everybody is essential to our growth and development right now. And so we thank you guys for having us and for shining the light, you know, because together is where it really counts, you know. It really does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had mistakenly almost said Kyle, as I admitted to when we first kicked off the show. Can you tell us a little bit about Kyle's background? And and then I want to make sure that um, our listeners and that you understand with uh, Christy as a co-host today, as much as I want her to make sure that she's asking questions as well, she has a more intimate knowledge around what you're doing. So some of the questions she's going to pose are maybe just to draw out a little bit more from you. And at the same time, don't be shy, Christy, and highlight what's going on with Social Spin as well. This is kind of you get to play, play both edges of the coin today. So Kyle's background. Yeah, so definitely um, appreciate you asking that. So Kyle was dealing with his own mental health uh, struggles while he was in Grinnell College in Iowa. Um, you see, as an African-American man, he uh, he's never had an issue locating a barber for the first like 18 years of his life. Uh, but then he moved to Grinnell and he found it hard to find a barber who was close enough or skilled enough for coarse hair. And so he felt that his culture was not included, and that's what prompted him to create this Clipped Arts culture movement. Um, He knew after that that mobile barbers are essential to one's mental wellness. So he tried to create an on-demand mobile barber app to have skilled professional barbers uh, and stylists. It started with Barbers First, but and stylists as well now. Uh, to go to these remote locations where there are minorities, there are black and brown folks who, you know, have their culture stripped away in a way. (laughs) Uh, Because in certain areas, let's face it, we don't have barbershops like we do in maybe uh, the west side of Phoenix where they're so often and, you know, down the street from each other, you know. So he wanted to bridge that gap between a different area and basically the, uh, the clipped art culture. And so that's that's how everything basically came about. Um, and then afterwards, he really couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> so he decided to transfer his junior year uh, to Rochester, New York University, right? So he went out there and he actually graduated from there. So in the midst of everything, trying to create that app and, you know, drawing up the the blueprint to try to bridge that gap, he just, it was just that tough on his mental wellness, so... And now he has everything going for him as far as that's concerned. You know, I joined the, the pack and, uh, <laughs> and we're just trying to bring it up as high as we can, you know. So everybody can get a, a, a professional barber to any location in the world, you know. Mm. And you know Kyle. You've met Kyle. I have met Kyle. I love Kyle. Um, actually, Re- Regina Edwards connected us. Um, Why do I know Regina's name? She is a leader within our nonprofit sector. She was most recently the CEO of the YWCA. Yes. yes. And she's a great supporter of Social Spin. So she had met with Kyle and instantly contacted us and said, I think there's some synergy here. And she was absolutely right. There's definitely some synergy. Definitely. I I need to point out again for our viewers on LinkedIn that I'm guessing that is your logo on your shirt. Yes, it is. That's a fit. Can you slide to the, away from the microphone yes, just I so can. people can see no, that? Yeah, either way is fine. Actually, no, go the other way. This way, okay. <laughs> there, now I can see you. That is a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful take on that little point, right? Yes, the little, um, the location point. Yes, ma'am. Wow, fantastic. All right. And Christy, help our listeners and viewers who are here in Arizona specifically, because that really is where these hubs are, right? This is where you've started. I know you're mm-hmm. expanding. Are you guys expanding outside of Arizona as well? Oh, yes, ma'am. So we have 20 different clip dart teams, oh. 20 plus in the United States. Oh, I, 
Right. Did you already say that? I might have missed no, that. No, I okay, just said <laughs> Good. Good to know. 20 plus. So. And I know that's on Christy's heart and the plan for 2024 and beyond to be really relevant, not only relevant everywhere, but to be available mm-hmm. in many different places. Help us with some of the statistics. And again, the need. You did such a great job when we were here with Drew uh, last month to really help that. I don't want us to overlook that same intensity mm-hmm. so that people know how to, to best get on board with what you're doing. Yeah. When David was speaking, I had the thought of the displaced community members that we had in the zone recently. Right. And Council Member Yasmin had posted the statistics of the ethnicity of individuals, hundreds of individuals, thousands of individuals who were displaced from the zone into social service programs for the most part. I think about 80% of them went from the streets into a social service program to get long-term help, which is beautiful. But more than 50% of the people served were Mm African-American, 50%. And our state's demographics are drastically lower than that. So when we see that statistic, we know that there's systemic racism involved in supporting our unsheltered neighbors. It's very clear with, with that data point. And what ClipDart does is recognize that there is an unfair, unjust number of people of color who need access to care, who are traditionally denied access to care, and ClipDart's model of going into the community to provide that care is so essential. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the basis of, again, the ClipDart culture. You know, uh, we now know that Basic hair care is a necessity, and when we provide free monthly hair care to our neighbors in need, you know, we improve their mental wellness, self-esteem, confidence, you know, and it allows them to take the next step to where they wanted to go, but with some confidence. And we have many resources out here in Arizona, Social Spin being one of them, that if they grab a hold of a resource here, a resource there, a haircut here from a professional. I mean, I feel like you can't fail because the resources are here. And so it's all about utilizing them, knowing what's out there as well. Um, That's why we have events, uh, you know, where it's a bunch of human service organizations come together. That way our neighbors in need know, you know, what they do for the the neighborhood um, and then they can receive the help and take the next step. So it's very important that we get out there and make our presence known on what we do and why we're doing it. That way they can take that that resource and take the next step. And we, we're just excited to have more people understand why ClipDart exists, why we're here, and where we're going as far as future goes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the model that we have, both entities, is very similar. We'll have you talk about the for-profit, nonprofit structure, much like Social Spin and the Social Spin Foundation. But the tactical act is the same, too, where we are able to build authentic relationships with our customers because they come in and do their laundry every week. It's a safe and trusted space for them. The same is true for ClipDart, where they're getting a haircut every month and they're able to get to know David. And David is a whole vibe. While I love his shirts (laughs) and we have a great visual of his shirt, when he comes in to do haircuts at the laundromat, he's got a vest of tools that he wears, and it's like the coolest thing. I've never seen anything like it. So the kiddos at the laundromat um, are so excited to see such a cool dude who <laughs> is going to be cutting his hair, and the moms are like nudging these little kids along to get their haircuts <laughs> at first, and now they're just so excited to see David. And we're fortunate in that Molina Healthcare yes. invests in ClipDart and social spin. And so they actually fund the free haircuts and the free laundry service, which is an amazing thing. And it provides consistency. So they could get laundry every week. They could get a haircut every two weeks. And it's more than that because they've got a friend now. Right. So we usually go to these locations with our partners. We try to do once a month at least. Mm -hmm. But fortunately for us, with Social Spin and Molina Health Partnership, we're able to frequent Social Spin Laundromat in Mesa two times a month. Hmm. 
right? So the same folks that go and do their laundry and go get other sor- uh, resources that are there, like Sonoran, Sonoran, uh, Sonoran Works, I Prevention. believe. Mm-hmm. Prevention, yeah. So there's other uh, human service organizations available to the folks out there. You know, we all just come together, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. Coming together to for one mission is clearly more impactful than just clipped art on itself, on its own. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's very essential for folks like Christy and, uh, you know, Melina Health and everybody else that wants to make a difference to come together and partner and figure out a way to provide everything in one room. And Social Spin's been doing that for us. And that's what I, I, I love. I love seeing the same people over and over. Now, I clearly want them to rise above that, you know, and, you know, move on, if you will, to something bigger and better that they don't need the resources anymore because that means that they're on their own two feet now, right? But when I see them over and over, I still like that because it makes it, they're utilizing our resources. And you have an opportunity to be more impactful. Way more impactful. Right? If we, mm-hmm. if I hand somebody on the street who's got a will work for food sign, some sort of donation, uh, or I donate, you know, through an app, and I'm doing it anonymously. I can only help so much. What you're talking about and describing in both situations is this consistency to support, to nurture, to love, to encourage, to offer a service so that the end game is they have that self-esteem and they have the the ability to say, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is coming from my perspective, the, the ability to say, wow, if David and Christy believe in me, I, I hear I hear the inner voice in myself starting to wake up and and I can utilize these services and I can and I can use them as my catalyst for growth. Mm-hmm. Am I overstating that, understating that? No. No, no, I think that's exactly what that is because a lot of a lot of our neighbors in need, they ask, when are you coming back? Yeah. You know, and that's how you know. That's how you know that it's already an impactful movement because they want that culture that they're missing. You know, they're missing that culture that they grew up in. So in barbershops, they're cultural institutions, right? So in black and brown neighborhoods, you know, we share ideas, stories, struggles. For us, barbershops are a safe space for us. And so the laundromat is a safe space for them. So when you put a barbershop in there or a barber that can relate to what you are going through, you know, then it makes you feel that much more comfortable, that much more confident to come in. And I look like the person that's there. So they feel comfortable with me, you know, and I can relate to really all aspects in life, no matter what I look like, but mostly the community that I serve, that's my relation because I'm from that same community. Yeah. And so who better to do the work than somebody that knows what these folks are going through? I went through a certain degree of things myself, you know, so I know that the struggle is real. People are out here at different levels in life and we're just here to give them that pat in the back and here you go. That's the straight line that you should walk through and push forward. And I hope people continue to take our services and take advantage of it in a good way. You mm-hmm. know, so. so something comes to mind as um, I'm listening to you, David, and that's our reality. So we're growing rapidly. We're getting a handle on our staffing needs. And in the meantime, we're offering paid shifts of six hours to anyone who's eligible to sign a W-9 and has cash app because at the end of the shift, we pay them. And there were three individuals who worked this weekend. They are all unsheltered. They each received $90. Two of them were a couple. One was single. They met for the first time at the laundromat, and they I overheard their conversation where the couple said, hey, we're going to be getting a motel tonight with the money that we earn. Do you want to chip in and join us? And he's like, yeah, cool. And they're talking about the motel room rate, which was like $140. That's half of the money that they earned that night. And to think we are fortunate to be able to serve but also employ individuals who are just working their butts off Mm -hmm. 
to make ends meet. So then they got the room, which was beautiful. They were able to have a good night's sleep. And the next morning they came in with this huge chicken family meal that they were enjoying together. And they had a surplus and they offered it to our customers. And so between the motel and the food, they were back to work the next morning, but almost with not a lot of money left to get a haircut or to do their laundry. And so the people we're serving are usually, you know, working really hard to make ends meet and life is hard and it's expensive right now. Mm -hmm. And so lifting that load of laundry costs or haircuts is important, especially now. Very important. Mm -hmm. And so that's another, to me, that's a success story, but that's not the end. You know, we want more than that. We want you to have a consistent job, to have a consistent place to stay and just a, a consistent basic lifestyle um, that you don't have to worry about the basic necessities, which haircut falls under that basic necessity, you know, um, be it basic or not, it's still a necessity. And so if we can provide that for you at no cost, then that should help you to get that ball rolling um, and then always come visit us. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, once you make it, you know, once you get out of, you know, wherever position you're you're in, it doesn't mean you have to, oh, we can't service you know you can always come back to us you know it, it we're always going to be around but there's other folks that need it so it's it's supposed to be a domino effect of positivity you know it's just a, let's keep moving forward and forward and if you want to come visit i'll be more than happy to say hello and give you a cut if you have time but i want you to be out there and just be successful and that's that's improving mental wellness in a nutshell you know also our motto is basically improving mental wellness, uh, one mobile haircut at a time. So I want to specify that we do not have a headquarters, meaning we don't have an office. We don't have a barbershop. We come to you. If Karen wanted a haircut, I will come here and perform the haircut in the studio. You know, we were, that's how mobile and flexible we are. And that way you don't have to stress over financial issues, health issues, or transportation issues. Mm-hmm. I just conquered all three things, doubts that you might have had mm-hmm. by me just showing up to where you're most comfortable at. This is your this is your safe space, right? Yeah. This is your uh, third space. And so you love it here. And when the barbershop comes to you, I mean, nobody is really, really doing it on our level. And we haven't even started yet. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and that's important to know that people who do have the disposable income to get haircuts, when you go to ClipDart on the business side, you're ultimately supporting the free haircuts that are given to the community. I did not pick up on that. Right. So, just like social spin on the business, when you do your laundry with us, that money, how we're structured, we, the for profit, feeds its money into the mm-hmm. nonprofit. So, when you use our laundry services, that money ultimately is benefiting someone to receive free laundry. And I believe that you all are set up the same way. It's basically the same structure when we deal with the ClipDart Inc. Um, We partner with other businesses, you know, all around the nation, uh, universities, colleges, hospitals, senior centers, events and conventions. I mean, it's just an all around folks that we just try to conquer all. So that way there is no There is no holes in our game, you know, and so when we do receive any funding uh, from our partners on the business side, we try to utilize that money clearly to fund the nonprofit so we can continue that ball and it can keep rolling because, you know, as we all know, nonprofits are, you know, the grants, the uh, fundraisers and stuff like that. So it's sometimes it's the donations, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to get that, you know, and it's an up and down hill, uh, but the mission stays the same. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we focus on the mission, which is try to improve mental wellness through selfless mobile barbers and hairstylists, I think that the more we talk about it, folks will be willing to give and that will just make it that much more impactful. So it's basically structured around the same region. That's why we have two different uh, pillars. Mm-hmm. So speaking of grants, we are both intimately involved with funding that was made available through the Maricopa County Public Health Department, part of the 
ARPA dollars that was specifically set aside for building healthy and resilient communities with this recognition that COVID really highlighted the inequities we see Mm -hmm. in serving our communities. And so we were able to create space, the barbershop we have for you at our Phoenix location with funds from this grant, which has been phenomenal and do a number of other things, but you have invested the dollars in providing free haircuts. Would you like to share more about that? Uh, yeah, so actually, let me touch upon on that grant that you spoke about. Um, in April of 2023, we did receive a grant from the Maricopa County Department of Public Health. Um, what that allows us to do is provide free monthly hair care services uh, to 15 different Maricopa County Senior Centers mm. until May of 2024. 15 different 15 senior different, centers. Uh-huh, in Maricopa County. Wow. So that is a lot, and we are jam-packed each month. We try to frequent a senior center once a month, but if sometimes we throw it twice a month, you know, for the same center. Um, but 15 different Maricopa senior centers, you know, we're just, I mean, for us to receive that type of recognition, it goes back to understanding that, again, hair care is a basic necessity and we can't ignore that. And especially in our underserved and marginalized you know, communities, that is where everything is happening. And if we tackle that first, everything else, I believe, will come easier. We're just happy about that grant and we look forward to many more if possible. You know, that's why we keep speaking about this because it is something that maybe a lot of people don't know about. They think that, oh, there's a barbershop in every corner. Yeah, but there's not a dollar in every corner. You Mm -hmm. know, money doesn't come as the barbershops come, you know. So Mm -hmm. if you have no money and you think of, free mobile professional haircuts, you think of ClipDart. And we'll be right there. Yeah, beautiful. I have the privilege and have had for almost six, actually almost seven years, to have conversations like this with both businesses and nonprofits. And as I'm listening to both of you speak and share about your business model, both the for-profit and nonprofit, I'm thinking of other organizations that have similar and or different missions, and they're running a similar model. I can't help but think, and you would know more than me, is this the direction we're going for business? And and I surely hope so. <laughs> I There's this conscious capitalism way of thinking here that is give first, give always. All stakeholders, it, when you create a win-win for stakeholders, it's a win for everyone, including the community. And sustainable, <laughs> this focus on sustainability, not only economically, also taking care of our earth and that sort of thing. So I'm hopeful. I know that you're hopeful, Chris, because mm-hmm. we've had this a similar conversation when Drew was here. D- do you anticipate that there are more opportunities like this for business owners? Like even when Drew was here, mm-hmm. Drew talked about the spark that he had, right? When, when, he, when he got started with what he's doing and how he just carried that mission into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I guess my question is, I know you're already hopeful. How can we help others grab on to the, not only to your missions, but also start to serve the community in in a different way? We're not talking about changing a community. We're talking about instilling in confidence in individuals and changing the way we do business so that everybody wins. So I'm just going to kind of lob that out. I don't know that I have a specific question other than that's what I'm reflecting on when I'm hearing both of you speak. Where does that take each of you? Yeah, we turned to some beautiful examples established in Arizona of businesses that also support a foundation. Um, So State 48 and their T-shirts, the T-shirt company, local T-shirt company who we love. We have our 48 T-shirt. We also, One Community has a for-profit nonprofit, Cahoots for-profit nonprofit. So I admired how they had structured their businesses. Um, And I also really struggled with getting financial support as a business. I thought that uh, we were in a space as a society to invest in consciously good businesses based on conscious capitalism, people over profit. And I was adamant that we would not need a nonprofit in order to meet the demands that we had. And that wasn't true. I think our society is shifting that way and we're getting there when businesses are investing in causes. But I would love for us to, as a society, just invest in good businesses, Mm -hmm. regardless of the tax status. Mm -hmm. Um, But for now, this works. 
Yeah. Yeah. Another um, organization that comes to mind is Arizona Technology Council and their foundation, which is the SciTech Institute, supporting oh, K-12 yeah. education, specifically around STEM. Love that. And I know I'm, I love the organizations that you spoke of. We've had all of them on Phoenix Business Radio before, and I know there's many more. So mm-hmm. it's conversations like this that, again, help educate people about the good work you're doing, but also get business owners and leaders to start thinking a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can change the way in which we, we do good business. Mm-hmm. David, when I when we're talking about this, what comes to mind for you? Um, before I actually answer that, I just want to take it back real quick on that Maricopa County grant. I just want to emphasize the fact that ClipDart is the very first hair care organization to actually receive a county grant. Mm. So based off the question that you're asking me, if you've noticed, we're going into a new direction of businesses of this motto, right? Where we actually focus on the problem, try to find the solution, and really put it together. Kyle Parker is constantly, constantly working on different ways of really supplying the hair care and equity field and to try to find a solution. And so far, he's done a great job. I've been with the ClipDart since uh, February 7th of 2022. Uh, so I'm working on my second year coming up. And in that two-year span, I've seen the growth just go and go and go. So what that's telling me is that when there's a need and somebody wants to risk it all, and says, hey, you know what, I'm going against the norm, and I'm going to do it this way and my way, and and I'm just going to take that risk, you just never know the results. And the results for us, luckily, have been immaculate. And that's why Christy is a witness to that, because as soon as we came together, you know, she built that barbershop for us. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just, who does that? We do. Christy. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right? So Christy and, yeah. you know, Social Spin and Clipdart have come together, yeah. had the same basic mission, right? Yep. Um, in different fields, came together, did something very innovative. And now this is the direction that I believe others are going to look at and be like, wow, yep. they did it, but there's inequities here and here and here. And then they're going to do their own mission and they're going to tackle that. And so I think that if you focus on what really does matter, right, which is the inequities of hair care, at least for us, mm-hmm. then if you find that solution, I think it's great because everything changes. You know, back in 1950, it wasn't like this, right? <laughs> Clearly, it was different. Mm-hmm. They had other missions. Maybe nonprofits didn't exist. Who knows, right? But I wasn't around that time. This is my era here. 30 years later, maybe somebody's going to be talking about Clipdart. You know, they did this, they did that. So that's what my answer would be basically that. It doesn't matter what direction we go as long as it's positive and it gets to the point of the problem instead of going around it, which unfortunately a lot of people do. And we don't want to be that. We want to go straight to the target. That's why you see on this logo that, that dartboard and yeah. that scissors. We go straight to it. I would love to share. Um, I had the town of Guadalupe on before the pandemic. And they it was their educational center on behalf of K-12. I'm a former educator in Kyrene School District, so it was very close to my heart. One of the things that I walked away from that conversation was the emphasis on Helping the community continue to be the community. Mm. Right. <laughs> that so, and, and I, again, I think you might do a better job of explaining this. Uh, what I learned was so often when middle America or the upper echelon wants to do good by other communities and or marginalized folks, we try to impart our thinking and want to change people. And, and we do a disservice when that happens. And so what I hear you talking about when you point to your shirt and say, listen, this is, you know, we want to lift each other up. We also want to acknowledge where people are at, where they're at right now and honor the culture and honor the history and all that. So again, just what I'm thinking about as we're having this conversation play off of that, because I think that's important for, for me who, who's never been in that situation and, mm-hmm. and likely never will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really important that our spaces are customer and community driven. We are simply there as brokers on behalf of our community. And so what that looks like tactically is the authentic relationships we have with our customers, knowing them intimately, being fully attended and present in those spaces so we could help. It also means that we hire a lot of our customers, so they're not only empathetic to the needs of our customers, 
community. Mm -hmm. They are the community and they're sympathetic to the needs of the community. And we're led by people of color and people from the community. And absolutely, we wouldn't be successful if we went into a community where we weren't asked. We wouldn't be successful if we developed programs and services that weren't needed mm-hmm. um, or if we controlled that space in a way that was not appropriate or appreciated. Uh, luckily, we have partners like the public health department that does um, extensive research on community needs so we could be thoughtful around the programming. So we know in our zip code, obesity, substance abuse, and mental health are big issues, uh, which where in the country are those not big right. issues? Uh, so we're really intentional about making sure that they have fresh produce available, that they have haircuts available to boost their mental health, that we have cardio classes in the laundromats so they could exercise while they're doing their laundry. Um, And so we appreciate that research, yes. And also what's more important is the voice from our customers in our community. Yes, ma'am. So the way we staff our Clipped Art team, again, it goes based off our communities, Mm -hmm. right? Clearly, we don't discriminate. Clearly, we're against. We want anybody who's a licensed professional, right, because we want the professional haircut to come forth and that's our style. There's a lot of organizations out there who ask barber students and cosmetology students to volunteer, which is great. No problem with that at all. But ClipDart is an organization where we try to have people from the community. That way we can relate to the community that we serve. Now, it doesn't matter where you come from or what you look like. As long as you meet that professional credential, you have our clipped art culture in mind and our wonderful attitude. Um, because when you sit down in our chair or when we come to you, we want to uplift your spirits and not make you feel like you're a burden to our our safe space. Mm-hmm. Right. So as long as we focus on that mission, I think we should be good and we need to continue on with the same the same people that can relate to the same demographic that we're serving. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing so far. But we're, we're always open to anybody because there's a broad spectrum of people and every race goes through a certain degree of things. And so if we can have somebody for each race, I think that'd be mm-hmm. fantastic. So we're working on that, you know, but we're always available for anybody and everybody. Um, but we do specialize in, you know, the underserved communities. We got to start with that first and work our way up and mm-hmm. work our way up. Mm-hmm. And we're both in positions where if we served our community untrained or unempathetic, we could cause potential trauma. So let's say we have a laundry attendant who doesn't understand how it's so difficult to wash your clothes. You don't have the money. You don't have the laundromats. And they're complaining because there might be an odor to the laundry. Like that's a heartbreak moment if anyone overhears that. Like, we have a team who gets it. Same with the hair. I know that you have provided amazing service for customers who haven't had access to a haircut or even a shower for months, and it's been matted and tangled, and you don't even blink an eye. You come on down, and I'll give you the style, because not just, it's a a whole vibe, the Mm -hmm. haircut he gives. With so much compassion and love and understanding, and it's non-judgmental. And so mm-hmm. really building our teams, we have to be really thoughtful and careful because we don't want to be part of additional trauma. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so glad you mentioned that because the people that join our Clipped Art team must understand that not everybody that sits in that chair is going to be showered that day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't stand that, if that's not your thing, it's okay. You're not part of it. <laughs> you know, we don't need to have you there. You know, we need to understand that we're going to these communities where that's not really an option sometimes. You know, you are in the street for months at a time and we're not going to chew you away because of that. You know, we're actually going to invite you in and tell you, don't worry about it, man. We're going to fix you right up. And then the showers are to your left. And there you go. You know, so just come inside. Let us help you. And then the next step is go here, go there. And, 
you have the whole package within that same day. And that's the mission is to try to get that, to try to cover all angles. So if we have somebody on our team, we need to make sure that they do understand that things are not going to be perfect, but you have to make them perfect as a clipped art team member. Mm -hmm. So we don't hesitate. We just do it. Have all your tools ready. Make sure you have the proper products, you know, to help with that knotting of the hair, because I've gotten that before, you know, plenty of times, but those are the ones I like. I like those challenges because those are transformations mm -hmm. to me. You know, you come in there with, you know, knotted hair, especially for women, you know, they have long, gorgeous hair, but it's knotted. So you're like, oh, I got to get that out, comb it right out, cut it, trim it, style it a little, show them the mirror. And before you know mm -hmm. it, they're just moving their hair up and down and doing their laundry with a smile. I mean, that is the success story that, that we like to see. And that happens every time, at least one time, um, when I go to Social Spin Mesa and Phoenix as well. Mm -hmm. So hmm. so what is ahead? What needs to be next for each of you? And how can the business community wrap their arms around what you're doing and best support you? I think we're both concerned that the funding that we've received ends. May 31st. And so sustainability is definitely on our mind, I think, for both of us. So what's ahead is trying to figure out how to sustain those programs. Very tactical. I, last time I was here, I shared that we see our growth strategy through being at the base of affordable housing. And within that base of our laundromat, we do have space for clipped art. Mm -hmm. So we would love to grow together through laundromats, providing that haircut and that uh, laundry service. For business owners, uh, I think it's extremely important for them to be extremely thoughtful in thinking through how they could best support their employees and their vendors and then their community and their customers. And if they want to support an organization, they have so many resources that they could leverage. Either the product or service that they provide could be a good match for or organizations or doing drives on site for laundry products or other things and being curious about how our nonprofit community is supporting the needs in our community. Mm -hmm. um, ARPA has been extremely beneficial. The funds our nonprofit sector has received in, I believe we've done a beautiful job in investing the ARPA funds as a community, as a whole, and there's going to be a, a big gap once the funds are expired. Before we ask David the same question, is there a way that the business community can rally and help emphasize the need from the government perspective? Or how, how do we do that? Yeah, there's definitely legislative policies that are coming out in support of, I believe, each of our industries. You know, they're looking at specifically making it easier for affordable housing developments by removing some of the bureaucracy. So yes, if businesses are interested in stepping into the political conversations, I think getting to know your representatives, inviting them to the place of employment, mm -hmm. building that relationship uh, is a beautiful first step. One of the things that I love that you mentioned, I never really thought about it through that lens, is as a business owner or an executive leader, when I get to know my, my vendors and my employees, and I really get to know them, I might come to find that they don't have the same things that I have. Mm -hmm. And so becoming that resource for them, you know, instead of, hey, you need to get your hair cut and you can't come in here looking like X, Y, Z, the conversation can be, hey, I've noticed mm -hmm. and here's this resource if you need it. Yeah. That, it, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, because we know, like, we all want to show up to work and do a good job, and we want to present ourselves well. There's something that's blocking that from happening, right. and it could be just a simple fix. Mm -hmm. I think that based off our innovative organization, we have significantly improved the diversity, equity, inclusion, and the culture in Arizona, that I think that if we can continue by doing that, that our voice is going to be heard. Our mission is going to be heard. And there's wonderful people out there, you know, and all they need is that, hey, what is that? Yep. You know, we need to spark that conversation by doing it here at Radio X. Thanks to you, Karen. You know, this is just another step, another step in the growth of development in between both of our organizations that the more we talk about this because it is an issue, 
and there is a solution and we are the solution, the more that I think that good people will come forth and say, hey, let me let me help you with that. Let me what can I do to help? Because that's how Christy did to us. You know, she saw something within us and said, hey, how can I help now? Almost a year later or a year later, as a matter of fact, we have a built-in barbershop, thanks to them, thanks to Social Spin, right? We have uh, twice a month that we're coming to Mesa and then even sometimes twice a month that I come to Phoenix. And that's what, but that's what it's all about. That's the growth and development that I'm speaking of. Because we keep talking about it and telling you this is what our what we plan to do, there's always going to be somebody out there willing to help. She's one of them. And then there's just many more. So. Let's not be quiet. Let's be louder Mm -hmm. (laughs) and keep coming to these wonderful platforms that are going to get us to where we need to be. And I think that the financial stability of these organizations will come naturally because we put the mission first. And that issue will solve itself based off what we lay for them Mm -hmm. and everybody else that's listening to Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. I do want to share that at Social Spin, we have a vendor criteria that businesses could consider We are very intentional when we are making a purchase that ideally it's a local business, ideally a local business owned by a woman and then a woman of color. Like that is what we aim for. And so as a business, you could be really intentional in who you're investing in and spending your money with. And then we'd also love to see laundry service put in as an employee benefit to the staff and imagine haircuts as an employee benefit too. So much wow. like you were saying, like an assistant, an employee assistance program where you have those resources available or that knowledge, maybe take it a step further and in investing in these tactical tasks that mm-hmm. need to get done and uh, paying it forward through covering the costs. I think that with what you said, uh, you know, when it comes to our clipped art team, also, we're not only here to build better communities and help underserved communities, we're actually here to build better barbers and hairstylists, you know? So even within the organization, we're lifting each other up as individuals um, because we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different mentalities, right? So we don't want you to be a robot with Clipped Art, but we want you to understand that this is our standard. This is what we believe in. And if you want to join that mission, the door is wide open and let's do it together. And so we also are trying to build a better team constantly overall. That way we can serve our communities that much more better. Mm-hmm. Again, relating to, you know, the the community itself mm-hmm. and having both of us in sync with the, the barber and the stylist with the, uh, you know, client that we're serving. So, hmm. David, how does a barber or stylist get in touch with Clipped Art and get that process started? So what they can do is they can hit all of our platforms. Um, we have Clipped Art at uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We also have our website, which has all the details that anybody can just freely roam and understand exactly what we do. Because there is quite a bit, you know, we don't, there's an hour show, so we still we still can touch up on more things. But if you, if anybody wants to do it on their private time, please do so, clippedart.com. You'll see all the missions, all the the wonderful things we've been doing, our partners, you know, donation section, just how we started, our why, how, what, you know, all that good stuff. So go on there primarily would be uh, one thing to do. Also, uh, my page is AZ Clipped Art Cares. And what that page does on Instagram, TikTok and X, what that page does is that it highlights mostly Arizona activity. Um, when you go to the Clipped Art Instagram and Facebook section, um, it, it it highlights all the states, right? But if you're in Arizona and you want to get started with just like Arizona activities and what Clipped Art's doing here, feel free to go to AZ Clipped Art Cares. You'll see, you know, we've been on the news, we've been on other radio shows and newspapers, Arizona Republic, stuff of that nature. So we're just, that's our platform. And so feel free to look at it and you can always find us there. And uh, our number, everything is there. So <laughs> you can ask any type of questions that you may need. So. And you are the right guy for this. I, I know well, that you. you had emailed me a couple of times, and, and it's not for lack of interest or whatever. It's a lack of, for me, making sure that I'm getting all things taken care of. And you were really great about 
keep putting it in front of her, keep putting it in front of her, keep yeah. putting it in front of her. <laughs> well, that's the consistency I'm trying to get at. <laughs> and, and we all need that. And I'm grateful for that. I, a, lot, a lot of times I'll say to f- folks, like, me not responding is not, um, it's not meant to be disrespectful. I'm still trying to figure out how to organize my life and all the things that I'm involved in and not always great about it. And so for someone to, instead of taking their hands off the wheel, like, well, she doesn't care or she's too busy or whatever thing that they make up, it's none of that. And so I'm grateful that you that you cared enough about not only your mission, your purpose, and your vision, also, though, that the platform that we could share would be something that was worthwhile. So I just, I want to highlight that because that really, it, it it should not be understated that staying in front of people and continuing to until you get a hard no, and even right. then, and, and even then, sometimes, right? Yeah, like there's always a rebuttal, right? <laughs> Why not? Right. <laughs> but and also the grace you gave her, right? So I am overwhelmed at capacity, and I'm okay with that. Like there, there's a lot that goes undone. And it's a pace that I've been in for like, I don't know, three, four years. And I'm going to maintain that space. But we appreciate when people give us that grace mm-hmm. and that understanding. You and I had a brief conversation yes. when I gave you a hug and I said, hey, thank you. Even even being on today on MLK Day, and I don't want to go without mentioning that too yeah. and having you speak to that, the importance and significance of that. When we gave each other a hug this morning, I said, thank you so much for making sure that we were going to do this today because I let it get, even after your prompting, and we we had a date in mind in the time I let it I let it slip and um it isn't intentional there's there I do carry some shame and embarrassment around that and Christy mm-hmm. said to me hey <laughs> just hang in there and like you for different reasons it's been about 3 or 4 years mm-hmm. that I've been working on my mental health mm-hmm. and my capacity to mm-hmm. continue to show up as a leader not only in my family but also here at Business Radio X and my the community that I serve and to your point Christy really be okay with just being me. Like yeah. all pistons sometimes are not firing and it is currently just the way it is. And and I can still be a great success yeah. and still be of service to others. Yes, I, I think I think at the end of the day, Karen, we just, we got to understand we are human beings and, you know, we all make mistakes and we all go through things. And, you know, just because we're helping others, you know, doesn't mean that we need help also, right? right. So um, we appreciate you even answering my messages, you know, my emails and stuff like that, because others don't. And it's okay. But you did. And that's the only thing that we're focused on. If you answered us, it's for a reason. That's why we're here. And I believe we'll be back and we'll touch up on this again and and create new platforms for other people to shine as well. So Appreciate your apology, but that's no need. We're good. It's a, <laughs> Thank you. It's a much, as much of an apology as it is an admittance. Uh, right. admittance no, because I know there, again, our listeners, I don't think they're any different than, than the three of us, right? We're all often pushed right up to the limits of everything that we're doing. We've got these incredible ideas and only so much time or so much financial, so many financial resources. And what I'm hearing from both of you is neither of those are excuses to not continue to to sit in the mission and to steep in the community that's here to support us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Uh, MLK Day. Why, Christy, did you think that today was so important? And if there's anything David wants to add to that, I would love to share that because it really is significant that we have this celebration today. Yeah, thank you. I do think that ClipDart is filling a need that's been created because of systemic racism. And anything we could do to honor our leader, MLK, is so important. And part of it is getting this message out, like these next generation of men are leading his cause and helping people every single day who have been overlooked unjustly and unfairly, and they're building that bridge to equity. Yes, ma'am. So having our CEO and founder himself be an African-American and dealing with everything that he's dealt with and still dealing with everything he's dealing with in his life, to really come above that, to take that message for Martin Luther King and putting it to work, you know, that freedom aspect of it, you know, that, that, that Juneteenth, you know, culture that we try to, you know, re-remind everybody once a year, like, Hey, we're still here. We're progressing. We're doing things. And for him to want to lend a hand to others who don't have maybe that opportunity that look like him or are dealing with the same thing as him. I mean, that's what it's all about. And that's why we try to preserve that culture within ClipDart to focus on those communities that are predominantly African-American, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just want to thank Kyle for putting 
man, this guy is a genius in my book. He just does so much and he's not looking for recognition. He wants, like, he would prefer me to get the recognition instead of him. And I, and I, the other way, I'm like, no, no, man, you, it's all you, you know, but he's like, no, it's you, man. You're the, you're the person that can take us to the next level. You know, I, I'm here and I did what I had to do and I'm going to pass this to you. So go on and pretty much spread those wings and do what you have to do. Cause you have that freedom in you and you have that story to tell. Um, so it's just a, a chain reaction of freedom. You know, I, I'm going to pass it down to somebody else and they're going to take that freedom that we all have right now currently and do the most that we can with it. Cause there was a point that we, some of us did not have that. So mm-hmm. we're just happy about that. Your background, you mentioned that you've been with Clipped Art since 2022. Tell us a little bit about your background and prior to 2022, had you even imagined yourself in a, in a position of leadership like this? Um, well, I've been a professional barber for 16 years now. And so I've always loved what I do. I still do. You know, I've, I started cutting my own hair when I was in seventh grade due to the fact that I could not afford it consistently. And so I took it upon myself to do it myself, you know, and that made me feel great because my self-esteem was highly low because of that. Because of not looking my best, I did not feel my best. And you know how it is, seventh, eighth grade, junior high, high school. It's all about looks. You know, what are you wearing? What are you looking like? How's your hair, your makeup, you know, your eyebrows? I mean, everything to the T, we judge each other on aesthetics. And so me not looking my best really put me in a, in a corner to not shine the way I, I'm supposed to. So I've always liked to help. Because when I was growing up, I got clothing from churches. I've gotten food from food banks. You know, I know what it is to not have a dollar in your pocket and go off and shop whenever you want. You know, so me coming back, you know, I'm 37 right now. Me coming back, you know, 20 years, 30 years later to help somebody else that may or may not be in the same position as me exactly, but knows and understands what we've both been through and we have that connection that's what's rewarding to me. Having my talent of barbering change somebody's mental wellness, that's what I live for. And that's why I'm so thankful to Kyle Parker because he, not being a barber, he created this platform. And I really do start to believe it now because it keeps telling me that this is like, this belongs to me to take it to the next level. He wants me to go to the next notch because he feels that what I've been doing in the past, there was no light to it, and now there is. So he allowed that platform to flourish, and he just put me right in the position where I believe I do belong. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what. <laughs> so I've always liked to help, but I maybe I just didn't do it because I belong to Clipdart and the mission, and yeah. so now I'm doing it to the full full extent thanks to Kyle. So I'm doing some math, and you mentioned you were a barber for 16 years and you're 37. So you started at 21. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you think that the career then is a good career path for young adults? Oh, yeah. I think that uh, I've mentioned this before to a lot of my clientele that know me from the past. You know, being a barber is, is quite strenuous if you're really focused on what you're doing and if you try to be the best that you can be. You know, I always continue to try to up my quality and up my speed and just give you the same the same effect every time, if not better. You know, I'm not going backwards. I'm still going forward, you know, even though I'm serving a different community at times. So I feel that being so busy with trying to be the best in my hair industry, which is the barbering industry, it's it's kept me out of trouble. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it doesn't give me a lot of time to think of other things. That's why I'm just so focused on what I'm doing. Now, Clipdart, put Clipdart in front of it, and that's a whole nother, I mean, I'm just jam-packed with busyness, mm-hmm. and that's what I love. I love being busy, you know? Mm-hmm. So as long as you put barbering in front of me or I put it in front of myself, basically, I think that that's, that's my mental wellness, you know, that helps me. So I think it's a great thing if you really are in tune with this is something you want to do to help people and not so much the financial aspect Mm -hmm. of it. You know, if you go in thinking about money, you're going to get a different result. If you go in thinking about being the best because it makes you and that client feel great, 
you're going to be with Clip Dart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so come it. join me. We are at the top of the hour. Oh, my gosh. And you're right, David. We could keep talking. All day. And um, it's not often that we have a comment coming from LinkedIn Live. Uh, however, Kyle says, hello and great what? job, everyone. <laughs> so, See, I, this guy doesn't sleep, I tell you. I, so, I'm so glad you could be with us, Kyle, in the way that you are. And thank All you day. for blessing us with David and Clipped Art. Fantastic conversation. And Christy, again, thank you for being my special co-host today. So really fun. fun to have you thank back. You and again, just the... Just the conversation and the collaboration is is so key and so beautiful. Before we bug out, if you could, again, one more time, let folks know how they can stay in touch with you and where do they find you on social. Christy? Uh, we're at Social Spin AZ on the platforms, and our website is the Social Spin Foundation. We have a clipdart.com, and then we have Clipdart, and then we also have AZ Clipdart Cares on all the platforms you can think of. So go ahead and search us up, start following, and support our channels and our platforms. Fantastic. You've been listening to Phoenix Business Radio broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center. Some media leans left, some lean right, and we lean laundromats and haircuts around community (laughs) and love. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.